welcome back to Hold Up Let Me Explain. It's me, your host, Nicole. And if you're new here, hi, let's be friends. Make sure you rate and subscribe and you like and you follow me on Instagram at Nicole Asev. And if you want to put a face to the voice, make sure you follow me on my YouTube channel, which I'll link all the links down below in the description box of today's episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. So I don't want to make it seem like I'm bragging. So I'm just going to start with the first date. Okay. So years ago, before I met my man, um, I think I was 24. Yeah, I was 24. It was right before I started dating Arnaldo. And for safety purposes, we'll just call him Jake. I've never dated a Jake. So we'll just say Jake. So Jake was a little bit older than me and he made great money. He worked for a mortgage company that was um, located all around the United States and he was the director of sales for the Orlando office. He was a little older than me, but not by much. I was 24, he was 34. So I know 10 10 years is a big gap, um, but my rule of thumb is as long as you're not as old to be my dad, you're in the clear. And that's just facts. So anyway, when we met we met online and our first date would be the first time we meet in person and we agreed to meet at a restaurant in winter park now if you're not from orlando winter park is a really nice area with tons of cute restaurants and shops and coffee shops it's just a really nice place to live like the houses are really expensive and um, i go to school there too my college is in winter park it's just a beautiful area so he had made reservations for us to have dinner at a restaurant that is actually no longer there it closed and reopened as a different kind of restaurant um at the time i think it was called luma or lima no i think it was called luma and he had made reservations there so i was really looking forward to it i was excited and so was he and about the day before our date he called me and he's like i want to do something special for you before our date tomorrow and i said okay and he was like when you wake up in the morning i made reservations for you to go to the spa because i want you to be nice and relaxed and stress-free before our date and i was like sir first of all fuck yes second of all that's od but like listen <laughs> a smart person would probably be like i don't fucking know you how i know you're not this not a setup you're not gonna find me at the parking lot like i probably should have been a little bit more uptight but at the same time at 24 i had been in so many fucked up relationships that for the first time a guy was willing to woo me and spoiling and spoil me right off the rip that I was like you know what I'm a, I'm going to allow it I'll allow it tell me when and where and what I gotta bring so he was like I made reservations for you to go to the Woodhouse Spa which is a spa that's in Dr. Phillips another nice area in Orlando and he's like I scheduled you to have a facial and a and a deep tissue massage. And I want you to just have like a wonderful morning before you get ready and have dinner with me. So I was like, bitch, say less. So the next day I woke up early 
and I went to my reservation and even going to the reservation like it's kind of sketchy because like where the parking garage is that's adjacent to like the spa is like an underground garage so like low-key was like a little bit stressed but bitch when I tell you everybody had my locations on that day I was like look I got this guy he paid for me to go to the spa it's in this location I'm gonna keep my shit on make sure you're not where like I had everybody on speed dial and I was basically posting everything on my snapchat at the time I was very active on snapchat so I go to <laughs> So when I get there, I park the car and I remember kind of like looking everywhere, just looking like a fucking mad woman, just like, let me make sure it's not like an ambush or like I'm about to get kidnapped or something, you know, but obviously everything was okay. I go into the spa. It was so beautiful inside. I mean, it's a very small spa, um, but it was so nice going in. You know, they took me to the locker room gave me my robe and my slippers they gave me a glass of champagne um i went ahead and i got undressed put on the robe and they started first with my deep tissue massage and i guess the one he picked out for me was like a chocolate marshmallow deep tissue massage and at the time it was right around christmas so that was like one of their seasonal themed like i guess spa treatments that they had available um but i remember just like going into that massage and like just smelling the oils and it smelled so sweet like chocolate and more like it felt so like festive for the holiday and bitch when i tell you i came out there feeling like coconut butter like i was so smooth and so relaxed and then i went into my facial now that's something i don't recommend doing before like a date at least is like the person that did my facial it wasn't that they did a bad job but they did extractions which, if I'm not mistaken, extractions is basically when they pop, like, the tiny pimples in your face. I think that's what that is. I don't know. They, like, basically prick you with a needle all over your fucking face. And, like, I felt like my skin was really irritated. I mean, I didn't break out or anything, but I kind of felt like I didn't want to put any makeup on my face. But for the sake of looking good, I had to because, hello, like, I'm going on a date. So what happened? I went through with it but it was so nice he had paid for everything and like all of them like masseuse and like the the woman i forgot how you call them but the woman that had done my facial like confirmed with me that he had left everyone that served me a very generous tip so i didn't have to worry about anything and like i was basically free to go so i was like yes i remember like i called him and i thanked him for everything and he was like that's okay like you know you're welcome you know, I'm looking forward to seeing you later, like da, da da da. So I go back home and like I change and I ended up wearing like it was really cold. And so I remember wearing like some cute shoes and like this black dress that was like long sleeve. Um, and like this, the dress wasn't like too short, but it was a good mid length. Like I wanted to look classy because at the end of the day, like this was our first day. I knew that he was a professional and he was older than me and like. You know, I just wanted to look classy and chic and grown like, you know, I could keep up with a good conversation and I just wanted to just look presentable. And um, I met him at the restaurant and then he came in in a suit. I was like, OK, sure. Um, <laughs> he came in in a suit. He greeted me at the door and I was like, OK, you cute. And so we hugged and he confirmed the reservation and I'm over here thinking, okay, we're just going to sit at a regular ass table. No, the fucking hostess just continued to walk us through 
all the way down to the back of the restaurant where the kitchen was, come to realize he booked us the chef's table. Ma'am, the chef's table. I was like, okay, fuck. So, I mean, I wasn't that like, you know, extra about it. I was definitely keeping my cool. But we sat down at this like high top table that gave us the direct view of the kitchen. We saw our chef. He waved at us. We knew exactly who was cooking our meals. The server was really nice. And she walked us through the whole experience. So basically it was a nine course meal. Everything was going to come out in pretty small portions. But by the end of the night, like rest assured you will be full. So like don't overthink like the portions that are being served. Like the whole experience is meant for you to savor every dish, every taste, like everything. So our portions were fucking meant for like a little bird, but, but it's true what she said. By the end of the night, we were pretty full and, um, it was nice, you know, because it happened such a long time ago. I don't really remember exactly everything from like what was served to us, but I do remember like everything being so delicious and he ended up ordering a bottle of wine and he let me pick the bottle. Obviously I didn't pick the most expensive one. But I did pick a nice red and I really did like it. And he asked me a lot of questions about myself and I asked him a lot of questions about himself. And like, I know it shouldn't matter, but I remember at the time, like, it wasn't that I was ashamed of working in the service industry or being a server, but I started to feel like a lot of my friends were graduating college and having like these very like professional jobs. And I was still like serving tables, which is for a lot of people, a job that's only meant to be temporary. So for me to still be in the service industry, I kind of felt like, damn, I'm 24, turning 25. Like everybody around me is like getting these professional jobs. Like I want to attract, you know, a partner that, you know, is a professional that also has a great job, you know, because I'm thinking like long term, you know, like the life of a server is like, you know, you work long hours, it's the money's not always consistent. I mean, yes, you have all this freedom and there's a lot of pros to it, but there's also a lot of cons. No, I digress. I don't want to go off into a tangent, but it wasn't something that I really wanted to brag about or even want to talk about. But he seemed like very intrigued by it. Like he wanted to know what it was like serving and like what was my perception of guests when like I serve and like what's annoying to me, what's like the do's and don'ts. Like I like I really enjoyed myself in that conversation. And when the bill came, um, yeah, when the bill came, uh, the check was like, three hundred dollars i was like bruh i got like two dollars in my bank account like i hope there's no i hope this guy doesn't <laughs> like tell me at the last minute like oh you want to go dutch nah I, I knew he wouldn't he was a very classy guy and so he paid the bill of course and not okay i'm not gonna lie to you as a server because i'm in the service industry my big like a deal breaker for me is if the guy I go on a date with does not tip well. Like if I'm with someone who doesn't tip well, like that is a major turnoff. You don't need to tip a million dollars, 20% up. That's all I ask. So when I saw him paying the bill, now don't now keep in mind too, like this guy had paid for me to go to the spa. He obviously gave me this dinner experience I had never experienced before. He was so generous and so polite and super classy. Like at the end of the day, like if he were to leave a dollar, I would be like, okay, catch you outside and like would have tipped the server properly on the low, hands down, no matter what. But low key, I was still like kind of peeking to see like how much he was going to tip her. 
and he left her a $100 tip. I'm like, sir, sir. And like, I saw that, but like, I tried not to look because I also didn't want it to be like, he was doing it on purpose to show off. But as soon as he signed the check and he like put the check aside, he like started to talk to me again. So then I reverted back to him and I started talking to him and the server came by, took the check, but then came back to thank him and was like, I just want to say thank you for the tip. I really appreciated it. Like she had so showed so much gratitude. And so I try to act like I didn't notice. And I was like, oh, wow, you left her a great tip. He's like, yeah, I left her a hundred bucks. And I was like, goddamn. So like, I really had to show my reaction, but I was like very impressed. We walked back out. Now we ended up doing valet. And, you know, I mean, I don't want to sit here and be like, I drive this car. But, you know, I drive a Hyundai Elantra, a 2012. I, I don't know how safe it is for me to tell you what kind of car I drive. But if you want to Google what that looks like, it's a very simple car. It's just a black four door car. Nothing fancy, nothing out of this world. And... I remember like I get my car and he puts in his valet and all of a sudden, you know, the valet guy disappears. He pulls out this fucking beautiful blue Maserati car and then my little Hyundai Elantra pulls up. So we're still talking and it hasn't clicked in my head and I'm like, oh, my car is here. I was like, do you want me to wait until he gets it, your car? And he's like, my car is already here. And I'm like, what? And the blue Maserati was his car. I'm like, are you joking? This is like a fucking movie. So I was like, yeah, like, this is my car. Da -da -da -da. And I was like, wow, you have a really nice car. And he's like, oh, yeah, thanks. I'll let you drive it if you want. And just to give you some context for the future, him and I did date for a few months, like, eventually. Um, I never drove, I've never driven his car. Out of, like, I'd say the five, six months we did date, I never drove his car. And that's because I was just way too afraid to like crash it, break it, fuck something up. Like, even though I knew if I did damage it in any way, he would have the means to fix it. I just didn't want to feel responsible. So I never took the offer. But by the end, but but anyway, once he got his car, he was like, you know, do you want the night to end? And I was like, well, I mean, what do you have in mind? And he's like, well, do you want to go back to my place now? I'm going to be very honest with you. And I'm going to be, and I'm just going to say straight up, no, I did not have sex with him that night. And a lot of people are going to be like, Cap, you lie, you're fucking lying. Straight up. I didn't. Because up until that point, I didn't want him to write me off as any other girl. I didn't want him to think like that. And guys... I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way because, you know, everything is, you know, fluid and, you know, free your sexuality and be a hoe. Who cares? Live your truth. Live your life. Who cares? Like, fuck it. You know, I get it. But six years ago, that was not the theme. That was not the word. That was not the life. Like, sure, you and your friends would joke around and behind closed blinds like oh yeah be a hoe yeah you got that dick girl like yeah in theory like that's what you would encourage your friends to do but at the end of the day like I still wanted to keep it old school because in my mind I'm like yo like 
He paid for me to go to the spa. He took me to this beautiful restaurant. He had me sitting at the chef's table, picking out the bottle of wine that I wanted. This man drives a Maserati. He's being so nice to me. And I'm just thinking like, I mean, I know that wasn't a smart choice to go back to his house, but like low key, I just wanted to see where he lived. I wanted to see what his place looked like because I'm thinking like, how you got all this money? You drive this nice ass car. You live downtown Orlando. Like, I want to see where you live. And he kept talking about his dog the whole time. So I was like, okay, fuck it. But even in my head, I was also prepping myself up to see what kind of guy he was because just because he was super generous and super nice, like, I also kind of felt like, let's see what he does when I go to his house. I know that's a very dangerous game to play. But like low key in my head, I was thinking like, what if he's expecting me to have sex with him? Like, I wonder how he's going to react if he does try and I say no. But just to kind of fast forward to when I did go to his house, his house was nice. Believe it or not, it wasn't as luxurious as I would have thought it would be. Only because, you know, you're driving a Maserati, you're super generous with your money. I would think that like your condo would have like the whole skyline of Orlando. Not to say that there's much of one, to be honest with you. But I guess what I had in mind was something a little bit more like, I don't know, extra. Um, but no, I mean, he had a pretty nice apartment or condo. It was really big. He did buy it, but he had bought it with his friends. So technically he did have a roommate. His room was the biggest, um, but... He had his own like shower with a bathtub and you already know I went through his shit when I went to the bathroom because, <laughs> you know, I don't give a fuck and um, and nothing like it was cool. Like, you know, I had a little tour of his house and um, he had a balcony that wrapped around the whole entire condo. He didn't live on the top floor, but if there were 30 floors, I think he lived like on the 24th. Like there were still like a few apartments above him, uh, but he still sat pretty high up um on the building which was pretty cool and that was it that was it I I don't even think I drank like I met his dog we hung out for a little bit we sat on the living room we hung out on the balcony and that was it and he was like are you tired how do you feel you can crash here if you want like he offered his bed to me and he's like you know I won't try anything and I was like no it's okay but I'll probably head home now and I gave him a hug and I gave him a kiss and I was like you know thank you so much for today like this is at the time the best date I've ever been on and you know I really appreciate it like thank you and that was it I went home and I called my mom and I told her everything and I was literally at home by like midnight and it was just a it was a special date and it was the first time in my 20s and at that point being 24 that was the first time I really felt like respected and wooed and just very special on a date and it kind of seems unfair to the other dates that guys have taken me on because like my high school boyfriend had taken me out on dates that were special but it's different when you're a teenager you know like at this age I'm like I'm old enough now you know but I would say that was one of the best dates I've ever been on another date I went on was with one of my exes and this date, the reason why it was special was because he listened and actually like did something and it was it, it was it was a surprise it was like a surprise date so to give some context it had literally been weeks before that I had told him that this time actually yeah I had told him weeks before 
about how, you know, when I used to live in New York in Middletown, my mom didn't have a lot of money. And one of the things that that was to do in upstate New York was to go to drive through movie theaters. It was super old school, but going to the movies was like the one activity that my mom could afford for us to do together. So we would either do like matinee, you know, if I didn't have school or like on a Friday, Saturday night, we would go to the movies because at the time tickets were only like 10 bucks. And then the drive through movie theater was also super cheap because it would only be like $7. And then we'll just buy a bunch of snacks from the gas station and then just eat them in the car. So like going to the movies was like something special for me and my mom to do together. And I remember kind of expressing that to my ex. And at the time, he was my boyfriend, obviously. Um, and just kind of telling him like, yo, you know, it's been a really long time since I've been to a movie theater. Like, it's crazy. And um, I wonder if there were any like in Orlando, because Orlando is just like, you know, you have the theme parks, you have water parks and just like restaurant row. Like it's, you know, it's hard to find yourself to be in the middle of nowhere because they've turned the middle of nowhere into a huge tourist attraction, you know. So anyway, literally weeks have gone by. And this is this was a small moment of me just talking about nothing. Okay. And I was hanging out with a girlfriend and I was about to wrap it up and he calls me and he's like, hey, um, I have a surprise for you, but I need you to come to my house like in the next 30 minutes because we got to go. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, meet me at my house in 30 minutes. We got to go. So I make it to his house on time. I get in the car and at the time he drove a Jeep, right? Like a, a pretty big Jeep. And I hop in the car and he starts driving down the main highway and it seems like a far drive and he kind of warned me when I got in the car that it would be and we're driving and we're just talking about a lot of nothing and I'm just like what's the surprise and he's like just sit tight like don't worry about it like you know you're about to see in a second and he's driving down the highway he gets off on some random ass exit we go down all these sketchy ass roads, but I trust him. You know, I'm not thinking he's going to kill me, but it's like, it's like the anticipation is rising. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck is it? Like, what's happening? Um, and so finally we pull up at a drive-thru, like a drive-in movie theater. And at the time, the movie that we were going to watch was the Batman versus Spider-Man movie with Ben Affleck and Christian Bale, is it? Or was it the other one? Who fucking knows? Anyway, and um, no, Ben Affleck and the guy who played Superman. I forgot his fucking name. And so what happened? So we pull in and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And he's like, yeah, um, I wanted to surprise you. And I'm thinking that's the surprise. Like the surprise ends there. Right. So he tells me like, um, OK, like if you want, go use the bathroom while I go set up. So I'm like, OK, perfect. So and I'm over here thinking set up like, you know, turn the radio on, find the station, grab the snacks from the back or whatever, because I'm thinking he has everything set up. So he tells me just go to the bathroom while he sets up. I go to the bathroom, wash my hands. And when I come back, oh my God, so cute. He had the Jeep in reverse, pulled up at the bump so that the car was like leaning forward. And he had the whole trunk open. And inside he had set up a bunch of pillows, blankets a radio I think he had the radio I don't I can't remember if he had an actual radio 
with the station or if he just had the car on with the radio on but he had literally set everything up with chips and snacks and pillows and blankets like that shit you see on pinterest with people talking about oh summer nights i love dates like this he had literally recreated that in the back of his jeep and i remember like being at a standstill and him just being like i remember when you talked about you know you going to drive throughs with your mom so i just wanted to recreate it for you with us and i was like oh my god this is the nicest thing and i just felt so fucking special and low key high key <laughs> the movie was not watched okay <laughs> the movie was not watched um sorry babe but you know this was years ago but it was still like such a special like moment in time and you know that's also young love too when everything is like super innocent and like you know people didn't mind showing their vulnerable side and being mushy and you know lovey-dovey it was it was such a special date and I think that's what made it one of the best ones I've ever had and then I'm just going to share with you one last date. And of course, I have to tell you the best date I have ever, ever been on. Don't roll your eyes. Don't roll your eyes. Okay. But it's with Arnaldo, my current boyfriend, the one I've been with for five years. He takes the cake on the best date I ever had. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when I met Arnaldo back at, at the Cheesecake Factory, I had found out that he had a crush on me. He had been had a crush on me for the longest time. And I, at the time, was kind of jaded. I was very jaded. I had just been dumped by a guy I had really like liked. And, you know, I was just kind of like on this like fuck love rampage. And so when I found out that Arnaldo had a crush on me, you know, Arnaldo, he's very handsome, but you know, he definitely gave off that fuckboy vibe. And I kind of just was like, oh shit, he has a crush on me. Let me see what I can get out of him. Plot twist, he got five years out of me <laughs> and we've been together ever since. Um, but not ever since technically. But when I found out that he had a crush on me, I remember at that time, STK in Disney Springs, which is a steakhouse restaurant, had just opened. And I remember wanting to go there badly. But, um, you know, I wasn't sure if it would be a place to go celebrate a birthday. And I mean, in theory, you could. I mean, it's a pretty cool place to have dinner at. Um, but it's also very expensive. So I've always, at the time, I was like very hesitant on wanting to go. And if I did go, like who would I go with? And so when I found out Arnaldo had a crush on me, I went up to him and I was like, I'll let you take me out if you take me to STK. And he looked at me and he's like, okay. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was playing, but all right, say less. So he ended up DMing me on Facebook and we literally went from there. 
And I remember I was like kind of nervous for the date because I wasn't sure what to expect. You know, he gave off this fuckboy vibe. SDK is a really fancy, expensive place. Like, you know, I knew that I was on my jaded, I don't give a fuck attitude. But at the same time, I can't be a stupid bitch and assume he's really going to pay the bill. So I had to make sure I at least had some money on me to like pay for half in case he tries to play me at the end. Like, ha, joke's on you, bitch. You got to pay half of this bill or I'm not paying for you you know like I was still like with my guard up like I really didn't know what to expect from it but I still wanted to dress nice and I remember I wore like this hunter green dress that had like a very deep v in the front and it had a high slit on the on the thigh and you know I did my hair did my makeup I looked cute and we just we agreed to meet at the restaurant like at Disney Springs and it's so funny because he tells me that that night he like talked to his mom and he told his mom about me and that he didn't know what to wear it's just so cute like when I, like it just it really does like melt my heart a lot and you know we saw each other and I could tell he was nervous but he hugged me and we walked to the restaurant together and we sat down and you know I was very humble in the way that I you know ordered I wasn't gonna be like ordering the most expensive thing but you know, I had a glass of wine, he had a Jack and Coke, and then, you know, we ordered an appetizer. He let me pick the appetizer, which was a beef tartare. It was the first time he had ate, ate something like that. I had a steak, he had a steak, and then we shared like a side order of something. I forgot what it was. I don't know if it was like mac and cheese or vegetables, but we shared that, decided to skip dessert because we were way too full, and then um, we, we had another round of drinks. And... It was just so nice like he was just so into me and I mean he still is to this day but like just the conversation like you know I think what made it special is because I think I had already judged him before going on the date then when we were actually on the date I realized like how nice he was you know just how nice and just polite he was and just like his genuine interest like I knew that him taking me out to eat wasn't like his way of just getting, you know, in my pants. It wasn't like, all right, I'm just, I'm just going to pay for this meal, get in the, 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 get in your panties and then dip out and talk about it at work. Like, no, like, you know, we talked and I remember when we had went to, um, to eat, it was right around my birthday. It wasn't my birthday just yet, but there was, um, do you guys remember, fuck I forgot her name Sophia something she's an author she wrote the book girl boss she used to own the online boutique nasty gal um anyway she had written um another book or some shit like that and she was doing like um like a like a signing like a book signing in a bookshop in Miami and I had wanted to drive down there but literally that same week we were um, expected like a category five hurricane in Orlando because my birthday is always around rainy season, you know, hurricane season. So they ended up canceling the book signing for the sake of everyone's safety. And I remember like a few days after that, like everything was in shutdown, like nothing was open. Anyway, long story short, um, he had knew that that was something that had disappointed me, but he was like, let's drive to Miami. Let's just pick up our shit and let's just go. Let's run away to Miami. And he was like serious about it. And I was like, no, we can't do that. You're crazy. You know, I mean, he could have been capping, but at the same time, I've been with him for five years. And when he says stuff like that, 
he is not capping. So just to know that he was willing to like risk it just to make something that I wanted to do and have come true. I feel like that's how I knew he was the one in a way because it's like from day one, like any dream, anything I've ever wanted to do, he's always been down to do it. Like I can tell him I want to go to Mars and he'll be like, all right, let's go. Literally, I can tell him I want to do anything. And he's like, let's do it. Like he just he wants to do anything I want to do. And I know that kind of sounds a little narcissistic. Don't judge me. But like it's just it feels reassuring and validating to know that the person you love loves what you love and supports what you love and wants to back you up and do it with you too you know and that just is something very special to me and in hindsight like I'm glad that I chose to be with him because he's always been that way with me but let's go back to the date <laughs> so you know we um we finish up our dinner and after that I'm like okay let me let's let me pay for some drinks right so there's a bar in Disney Springs called the hangar bar and it's a really cool like little bar they have a few things on the menu for food uh, but for the most part it's a lot of rum drinks and inside the bar there's like literally this booth that's in the shape of like um an aquamarine like a submarine type. it looks like a rocket ship but it's like a corner booth I think only like four to five people could sit in there and when we went inside the bar it was completely empty which is like never it never happens like anytime you go off and you walk inside that bar that's that booth is always taken and when we went in it was empty so we sat in we like scooted in and I we had like two rounds of my favorite drink and I had paid the bill and he was really grateful but he just didn't want the night to end so he's like let's go somewhere fun where do you want to go and I was like, well, I don't know. Do you like rooftop bars? And he's like, yeah, I love them. So I was like, okay, let's just go to downtown and see what's open. So we ended up going to this rooftop bar. I think it's called Latitudes, which is not a fancy bar at all. But when we got there, we went up to the rooftop. And I remember like a lot of guys were looking at me because clearly I looked really dressy to be at a place like that. But like I could tell like that kind of got Arnaldo, not jealous, but just like he was just standing closer to me and like trying to hold my waist and trying to hold my hand like you know come on man girls ladies you already know how it is on the first date when the guy's like trying to be subtle like he's he's like he wants to be respectful like he doesn't want to make you uncomfortable but like he kind of wants to like hurry up and claim you but you still got to make him work for it even though you feel the tension like guys I cannot be the only one all right don't make me don't make me crazy you you know what I'm talking about okay well, like, that's what he was doing. And then, like, th there was, like, a little shot girl, like, walking around with, like, these little shot tubes, like, selling them. So we ended up taking, like, a few shots and we started dancing together. And then he admitted to me that he doesn't know how to dance salsa or bachata. And I'm like, bro, how are you Puerto Rican? You don't know how to dance this shit. Mind you, and I only said that because he speaks fluent Spanish and lived in Puerto Rico for seven years. Speaks fluent Spanish. So that means he grew up with the culture, like first language every all of it okay and you lived on the island for seven years how the fuck you not know how to dance salsa at least you know but he didn't so i'm over here like dancing with him and he's like dancing with two left feet and it was just so funny and then um i think it started to rain so we ended up running back to the car and once again he's like i don't want the night to end what do you want to do and I was like, well, it is getting kind of late and the weather's getting really bad. I was like, why don't we just go back to, you know, my house? But the thing is, at the time, I lived with my mom. So he 
obviously I couldn't like bring him inside the house and he understood that. So he ended up stopping at a liquor store, got a bottle of wine, got back. I know this is kind of illegal, but we got back in my, got back in the car, drove up to my house, sat in the parking lot. It was raining in the outside. He had the car on and he opened the bottle of wine and we just kept talking and drinking out of the bottle while we just got to know each other. And we started playing like our favorite songs to each other while we talked and drank and just, you know, and then it was already about to be four in the morning. And I was like, okay, like, are you good? Like, are you drunk? And he's like, no, 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 I'm fine. Like, I'm, I mean, he's a, he's six, three, like, you know, like by the time, by the end of the night, he was like, he was just tired and I was already in front of my house and oh wait or was I oh wait yeah because I, I I met him there so okay I think I got a little bit jumbled doesn't matter the point is we drove back to my house I got in his car and we just drank the bottle of wine and anyway and that's just that was our first date and we ended up kissing and then that was the end of it and if you want to hear something kind of fucked up <laughs> um we went on another date after that but I wasn't ready to like be in a relationship or commit myself to him because I still had a lot of trust issues and so I like broke it off with him and then a literal year passed a whole ass year passed and I remember being at work and like looking at him at work and I was like yeah fuck this and at the time he was like kind of dating another girl and I went up to him and I was like do you want to be friends again and he was like yes and (laughs) We hung out for a week and then we finally hooked up and we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Literally. Our anniversary is July 6th. Yeah. And five years later, we're still together. So I always thought that was interesting. I think maybe in hindsight, I knew he was the one or I knew that he was the one for me. And I just wasn't ready to just kind of surrender myself to anyone because I still had a lot to work through. And I'm glad that I went rogue for a year. I feel like I needed it. Um, But I have to say that that is the best day overall that I've ever been on. And I think a lot of it is because it was honest, it was genuine. And, you know, I definitely judged a book by its cover and was very surprised on how I felt and how well the date went. Also, like, You know, obviously it wasn't as fancy as the date I went on with Jake and it wasn't as, you know, maybe as like thoughtful and personal like the drive through movie drive in date. But I have to say that it is the best date I've ever been on because it was the first date with someone that I had no idea I would have like I created so many beautiful memories with all along like obviously the two other people that I dated you know they were special to me in different ways but that first date was the start of this relationship I've been in for so long you know you get what I'm saying but yeah my friends those are the best dates I've ever been on I have a few funny stories of dates I've been on and you know through the years I have other dates that I could go sit here and talk about But I don't want to talk too much of your talk your ear off too much. So that would be it for the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I made you giggle a little bit. 
I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope it was entertaining for you. Don't forget new episodes every Mondays. Don't forget to catch me on YouTube, Instagram, all of it. All the links would be in the description box of the episode details. So make sure you check that out and I will see you next time. Thank you.